Okay, so there's like seven different reports that dropped in the last 24 hours or so on UConn and the Big 12, and we're here to break them down for you and try to make sense of everything. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. It is always good to be here with you covering the Big 12 Conference. These are exciting times. I told you in mid-May, the next six weeks up until July 1, we're going to be big-time weeks to follow to keep track of what's going on, to keep an eye on this show. And man, oh man, there is a heck of a lot to get to, so we appreciate you joining us. So, the last 24 hours have been all about UConn and the Huskies possibly joining the Big 12. But there's been a lot of mixed reporting on this. So, throughout the day on Tuesday, there were three different reports that came out. There was one from Barry Trammell at the Oklahoman, and Barry Trammell's report said that basically his sources told him that he did not believe, that the source did not believe there was enough momentum to add a non-Power 5 school right now to the Big 12, that being UConn or Gonzaga. Barry Trammell's source, a Big 12 athletic director, told him, I don't see any movement for a non-Power 5 when it comes to Big 12 expansion. I don't think there's enough to support to get them across the finish line. Okay, that comes out on Tuesday morning. Then, later in the day, Brett McMurphy, Action Network, he tweets out that, (laughs) I mean, it's amazing to kind of see this story unfold. Uh, Brett McMurphy tweets out on Tuesday afternoon that UConn is in the mix as an all-sports addition to the Big 12, adding Big 12 basketball coaches in favor of adding UConn to the Big 12. So the basketball coaches like it and UConn is in the mix as a potential all-sports addition. That comes out Tuesday afternoon. And also on Tuesday afternoon, Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, he puts out this report saying that there is more momentum for UConn than Gonzaga. So you have these three conflicting reports, but they all also kind of intertwine with each other. Now, from my perspective, I sit here and I say, I get UConn a lot more than Gonzaga, but I also understand the broader vision that Brett Yormark is going for here. I understand he wants to be a super conference in college basketball. He thinks college basketball is undervalued on the open market. He believes that the Big 12 can become to basketball what the SEC is to football and that he can decouple, he can break off basketball from football, and he can sell these two contracts separately to TV networks. He can sell a football contract, and he can sell a basketball contract. And if you create a super conference for basketball with Gonzaga and UConn, you've got something there that other conferences simply won't have. That is the pitch from Brett Yormark, or at least the vision, I believe, from Brett Yormark. He's a basketball guy. He wants to be in the New York City market in some way. UConn provides that. Gonzaga's got an amazing track record. So let's step back here for a second, and let's look at Barry Trammell's report that says, I don't see any movement for a non-Power 5 per an anonymous Big 12 AD. I believe that, and I believe that for a bunch of reasons. I believe at the heart of the Big 12 Conference, and this is where Brett Yormark probably differs from the ADs, from the university presidents, and the other power brokers, the big boosters and whatnot around the Big 12. 
this is where I do think there is a difference between Brett Yormark and kind of, I don't want to say the old guard, but just the people who are in charge at the universities. Every Big 12 school outside of Kansas would rather be a great football school than a great basketball school. I believe that to be the case. I mean, run down the list. Baylor, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, Iowa State, K-State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, UCF, West Virginia. Do you think any of those fan bases, any of those power brokers would prefer to be a basketball school or a football school? Every school in this conference outside of Kansas would rather be great in football than great in basketball. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So you have this cultural thing where these schools are still at their core football schools or they want to be football schools first. They perceive still the football to be where the money is because that's where it's been in college sports for multiple generations now. So they're saying, okay, we've got a good thing going here. We've got these, you know, 12 schools once OU in Texas leaves. Do we want to create more confusion within the league? Do we want to add teams to the league that are bringing nothing to the table in football? Now, Gonzaga literally brings nothing. They don't have a football program. UConn brings a really, really bad football program. Now, you want to say it's a football program that's gotten a little bit better as of late? Uh, okay. I mean, you know, Jim Moore is the head coach, and uh, maybe he's slowly, steadily turning things around a little bit. I, okay. If you want to make that case, you can try to make it to me. But clearly, the Big 12 ADs, the power brokers, they're like, hey, we're a football conference. We may not be the SEC. We may not be the Big 10. But let's not sell our football short. Let's not necessarily sell out, hurt our revenues, increase our travels, have schools that aren't cultural fits to appease basketball. That is what I believe and what I have heard the vision is and the thoughts are from some of the people involved at these schools, at these Big 12 universities. Whereas Brett Yormark has the vision of being a super conference in college basketball. We know full well that he believes basketball is undervalued, that basketball is uh, underappreciated. It is undersold on the open market. So he's looking at it and saying, hey, guys, I get it. I understand what you are. I understand what you want to be. But if we can create this mega basketball conference with the likes of UConn and and Gonzaga and add them to the mix of Kansas and Baylor and K-State and Houston and uh, you know Texas Tech and West Virginia. I mean, we've got ourselves an incredible basketball conference. But I think culturally, there's a pushback against that. And culturally, the Big 12 ADs can say, you know, I can get behind Colorado. We know Colorado. Yes, they left us, but, you know, it's been... Over 10 years now, we know Colorado, bring them back. How many Big 12 fans went on road trips to Colorado? Boulder was always a great road trip. If you're a Big 12 fan, ask any Big 12 fan you know, who's at least 40 years old, and they'll tell you that the road trips to Boulder was always a good time. And that was pre the you know, legal pot days. So like, it's just a good time. It's a cool college town. Yeah, it's hippy-dippy central, but it's a cool town. A lot of stuff going on and a cultural fit for the Big 12. And then also, here's the thing, and this is the catch in all this. If you're a Big 12 AD, a president, 
and you're like, okay, we want to create a super conference for basketball. Arizona, anyone? Right? Arizona Wildcats. Uh, maybe it's not UConn, who's won five national titles in the last quarter century, but it's a pretty damn good basketball product. Now, they always, you know, crap out in March Madness. Uh, they're choke artists in March Madness at Arizona, but they're like consistently a top 10, top 15 program in the country, right? So if you're a Big 12 AD, if you're a Big 12 power broker and you're buying into this vision of being you know, a super conference in basketball, you kind of want to have your cake and eat it too and say, before we add a UConn, before we look at a UConn or a Gonzaga, if we know Colorado's coming back, can we get Arizona in the mix? Can we look at an Arizona Wildcats and can at least Arizona tell us no, right? That's the thing. I would want Arizona to tell the Big 12 no before I even look at a UConn or a Gonzaga. That's the, if I was Brett Yormark, if I was a Big 12 AD, a Big 12 university president, I would want to know for darn sure that Arizona is going to waste away in the Pac-12 and stick that thing out with the failures and the losers that run that place um, which would say a lot about them, by the way, before I turn my attention to UConn. That's how I would look at it if I was anybody in power in the Big 12 Conference. So that's what I got to believe is also going on here a little bit, where the ADs are saying to your mark, hey, I know you want the New York City market, but we got to do this clean. We got to have ideally an even number of teams for a multitude of reasons. Colorado's out there. We know they're likely expected, potentially, maybe, coming back. Let's get told no by Arizona 10 times over. Let's make sure that Arizona's not coming no way, no how before we say, hey, we're going to add UConn because Arizona is a cultural fit. It is a geographical fit. It is a time zone fit. It checks off a lot of boxes, a lot of boxes for the Big 12 Conference. And I think that's a big part of what's going on here as well. Now, meantime, um, you look at the McMurphy report, the Brett McMurphy report that says Big 12 basketball coaches favor adding UConn. Well, of course they do, right? I mean, of course the Big 12 basketball coaches do because they're in the basketball business, right? They're all about creating a super conference for Big 12 basketball. And if the conference were to grow to 14 teams or 16 teams, you may not even go to Stores, Connecticut, right? I mean, I suppose you could. You can't do a home-and-home home with every team if you get to 14 teams or 16 teams. Heck, you can't do it with 12. So it's not like every year right now in the Big 12 with the 10 teams, it's a home-and-home. Home. Everyone's playing a home-and-home. Home. So West Virginia has to go to every single uh, Big 12 venue, which is tough for them. But if you have 14 teams, you're not going to have to go to every team's venue every single year. It might be every other year or something like that. So Big 12 coaches are like, sure, we build up the brand. We don't have to go to Stores Connecticut every year. So let's add UConn. They've won five national championships the past 25 years. Bring them on board. Let's do it. And then McMurphy also adds that UConn is in the mix as an all-sports addition to the Big 12. Now, I understand the potential appeal for adding a school like Utah, U UConn. I do. You tap the New York City market, kind of, like 
actually, you probably tap the New York City market in a weird way more than a Rutgers does because Rutgers is just like, and I say this as somebody who worked in New York City for five years and, and covered sports there at Sports Illustrated, CBS Sports Radio, and other places. You can make a case that UConn has a better brand because of the basketball in the New York City metro than Rutgers does in anything in the Big Ten. And I don't think that's a hard case to make. So I get the appeal if you're Brett Yormark who wants to tap the New York City market. I mean, he does. They're going to be doing events you know, uh, in Harlem at Rucker Park over the summer with Big 12 basketball, uh, men's and women's basketball coaches. So Brett Yormark wants to tap into that market, and UConn is a very appealing way to do it. But they've just been so bad at football. Does the football drain... Does that overcome the basketball success? That's the question. And that's where I think a lot of coaches, at least from a football perspective, and ADs are like, okay, we get it, but if football's the moneymaker, does it make sense? This is a team that's been horrible. Now, they got better under Jim Mora last year. They're independent in football. They went 6-7, and seven, and they lost the Myrtle Beach Bowl to Marshall. <laughs> But prior to that, here's the last five seasons for UConn football. 3 and 9, 3-9, 1-11, 2-10, 1-11. That's under Bob Diaco and Randy Etzel. Jim Mora is slowly starting to turn things around there. But it's not a good scene by any stretch of the imagination. So the question is, does UConn basketball, does the value UConn basketball provides and the headaches that it causes with travel, um, academic fit, cultural fit, things like that, does that make it worth it? And frankly, on UConn's end, UConn was in the American Athletic Conference. They left that to join the Big East in basketball and go independent in football. They were sick of going to places like UCF and Houston. Well, now they're, they joined the Big 12. They got to go to places like UCF and Houston. However, here's the catch. The Big 12 money is three to four times what the AAC money was. So now you can use that money from the Big 12 to help fund your basketball program and your football program, by the way. But the AAC money was so inconsequential, UConn was like, if the money's inconsequential, let's go back to the Big East. Let's get our rivalries back with St. John's and Villanova and Providence and schools like that. And once they did that, they returned to national prominence. Uh, so you got to look at it and say, okay, does it make sense from everybody's perspective? Yes, Danny Hurley did a great job turning around the program, but still, I don't think it's lost on UConn fans, and it shouldn't be lost on UConn fans, by the way, that their return to success also happened to take place with them rejoining the Big East. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com. As always, guys, uh, we appreciate you being here and being a part of the show, as many of you do, whether it's on YouTube, radio, the podcast. Hit that subscribe button however you're joining us here as a part of the show. And as always, uh, you know, I got the brand new box here a couple of weeks ago. I got koozies galore, Heartland College Sports koozies galore for you this summer on the lake at the beach. All you have to do to get a free one is send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll hook you up with a free Heartland College Sports koozie. People ask, Pete, why do you do it? Oh, I do it as a thank you, because you are our marketing tool. You, the listener, you, the viewer, you, the subscriber. When you subscribe, when you leave a five-star rating, 
on whatever platform you're on, that helps us in the algorithms. That helps us grow this show and get more subscribers and get more listeners. So it really does mean a lot to me. And that's why a lot of people say, hey, subscribe to my show. I actually put my money where my mouth is. And I send you guys as listeners and viewers podcasts or uh, koozies for listening to the podcast and watching us on YouTube because it means a lot to me that you take the time out of your day to do it. So thank you. And uh, just send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Now, the other report here that came down on UConn on Tuesday is that there is stronger momentum for UConn to join the Big 12 than Gonzaga. Well, the answer there, and that came from Dennis Dodd, the answer there is obviously. Now, why is it obviously? Well, think about it. There should be stronger momentum for UConn than Gonzaga. Does anybody know what Gonzaga basketball really is without Mark Few? Do you, like, really, do you know? Or is Mark Few Gonzaga basketball? Are you going to add a school that is defined by its head coach in Spokane, Washington, that brings nothing else to the table? There's no football. There is nothing. If Mark Few, God forbid, something happened to the man tomorrow, do you think Gonzaga basketball takes a slight step back? I do. UConn has won five national championships the last quarter century under three different head coaches. It's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, so this Dennis Dodd story does not surprise me one bit. In fact, it only makes sense that UConn would be ahead of Gonzaga. Like, I, 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 I know what your Mark's trying to do. I appreciate what he's trying to do. And I think he can build a super conference on the basketball side without Gonzaga. You know, I would just say, hey, go poach the Big East. Go say we're going to bring in UConn plus Villanova and uh, maybe, I don't know, St. John's, Providence, Georgetown, pick two of them. I don't really care. You can make cases for and against each of them. But that that's what I would do. If you really wanted to do that, entice UConn with two or three other Big East schools, and that's how you do it. That's how you build the Super Conference for basketball. I mean, heck, if you want to look at a Butler, I mean, I don't know, a Creighton, they don't probably do much geographically, but um, add UConn, add a couple of those old-school Big East schools. You know, you got Rick Pitino now at St. John's for his last hurrah. That could be mildly intriguing. I'm not saying you do it because of a single coach, but you get my point. Like that... That you at least sit there and say to yourself, okay, I can talk myself into that, right? That makes some sense. Gonzaga, I would put so far down the list. Gonzaga is not going to bring you a lot. And I- I'm sorry, I think Mark Few seems like a great guy. I'm not, I'm not betting on a 60-year-old guy who's turned this team into a powerhouse in Spokane, Washington, and then hoping he doesn't get the itch to retire or something happens to him in his 60s. I'm not taking that chance. I'm simply not doing it. Heck, Jay Wright just retired at 60 a couple of years ago from Villanova. The NIL world is so insane, I don't think a lot of coaches are going to be doing this till they're 75 anymore. Especially now with the money they're making, they're going to say, you know, I'm good. I don't need this. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to go enjoy myself. 
So uh, Nick writes on YouTube Live, comparing Gonzaga to UConn in basketball is laughable. Good program, but nowhere near UConn. Yeah, I agree. And let's be honest. You know, is Gonzaga 30-3 and every year um, if they're not playing in the, in, in the West Coast Conference? Of course not. Gonzaga's greatest blessing has been becoming a powerhouse in the West Coast Conference and then riding that to a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament where, frankly, let's be honest, they oftentimes disappoint. Let's see. Um, going through some of your comments here on Facebook Live. <clears throat> Also here, we've got uh, Big 12 was on life support a few months back and now is in a power position. Your mark is a genius for looking at the New York market, gaining immediate attention for the Big 12. Uh, Yes, I agree with that, Nick. I think that's a fair statement. You just got to be smart about it. Absolutely smart about it. Pete, what about Memphis? Uh, No, I I think that Memphis is on the outside looking in at this point. I'm not sure. I I know they've got decent programs. (coughs) Excuse me. They've got some decent programs, certainly. Uh, basketball and football, but I I don't see a lot of enthusiasm for a Memphis right now. Oh, Seton Hall. Okay, fine. You want to say UConn, Seton Hall, St. John's, and Georgetown? No, 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 no. No, you got to have Villanova in there. They've won two national titles here in the last handful of years. Yeah, if if you do UConn and you want to create a super conference in basketball, you got to then bring in three other Big East schools, Villanova, Seton Hall, St. John's. I don't know. Georgetown's been so awful, but obviously it's a brand program, so I probably would lean Georgetown, even though they've just been, gosh, they've been terrible, absolutely terrible. So these are very interesting times, very interesting times for the Big 12 Conference, and you've had many different reports out there over the last 24 hours on UConn. You had Barry Trammell saying Brett Yormark facing pushback and adding UConn. You had Brett McMurphy saying the Big 12 basketball coaches want UConn and they're in the mix for an all-sports edition. And then you had Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports saying there's stronger momentum for UConn than Gonzaga, which there absolutely should be. Uh, these are very, very exciting times. And if you're a Big 12 fan, just kick your feet up. Pop your popcorn and enjoy yourself because these are exciting times. And considering as Big 12 fans, we've been on the other side of this multiple times over the past 15 years, enjoy it. Have fun. And by the way, I put a poll up on our Twitter page at Heartland underscore CS for Heartland College Sports. We got 1,200 votes on this Twitter poll on which combos you wanted to add to the Big 12. Which two schools to the Big 12 of these combos do you like best? And the options that I listed, Arizona and Colorado, Arizona and Arizona State, Colorado and UConn, Colorado and San Diego State. The overwhelming winner in this poll that we did was Arizona and Colorado getting how much? 67% of the vote. It wasn't close. Most of you want Arizona and Colorado as a package. The next in line was Arizona, Arizona State. After that, Colorado and UConn and Colorado and San Diego State each got about 5.5% of the vote. Colorado, Arizona got 67%, and Arizona, Arizona State got 22%. 
And that makes sense. The cultural fit is there for Colorado. This fan base, the Big 12 fan base, which you are, many of you, know Colorado. And Arizona brings you the basketball with the football, with the cultural fit, with, by the way, a great road trip. No offense to Stores, Connecticut, but I'd much rather go to Tucson, Arizona for a basketball or football game than Stores, Connecticut. Let's be honest. So that's where the Big 12 fan stands in our poll that we did that, like I said, got 1,100 votes, which is more than your average political poll that gets plastered all over cable news. So uh, just know that and know that that's where I believe the Big 12 has been, Big 12 fan has been for a long time. And while I'm not saying it's an exact science, we do reach as an independent outlet more Big 12 fans than anybody else when it comes to exclusive Big 12 multimedia content. So thank you so much for being here. Hit that subscribe button and of course get the free Heartland College Sports Koozie. When you do that, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Appreciate every single one of you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us as a part of the show and uh, share it. We appreciate every one of you and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.